Hey guys, you're listening to Soul Food. My name is Daniel and I'm the pastor of a church called Soul here at Alustar in Malaysia. Now, I'm a curious kind of guy and I love to learn new stuff. So, in this podcast, we will dive into conversations with different individuals that will help us with our views of certain habits and behaviors that take place in our culture. I believe the conversations on this podcast will help us to expand our perspective. This is Soul Food. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to Soul Food. This episode is brought to you by friends and family at Soul. Keith, it is so good to have you. Thank you. Um, I feel refreshed. <laughs> I feel good. Me too. Thank you for praising Soul Food. <laughs> <laughs> But also, thank you for believing in us since day one. Yes, my right? pleasure. Yep. We will come back again and talk about relationships. But today, we're going to talk about a different form of relationship. Sure. Right. I'm obsessed with the right kind of people around you. Mm. I just find that when, when I have positive, driven, highly motivated people around me, I, I will want to do more. Mm. Mm. Right. And of course, yes, uh, on a previous episode, we talked about mastering your emotions and yeah. all. But I find it's a great help for me when I have these people surrounding me. But I can't help to think about some of us who might be struggling with somebody in our life who we've been close with for like 15, mm-hmm. 20 years. My mm-hmm. buddy from, from, from high school, you know? Mm-hmm. You know uh, uh, I mean, she's my good friend, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're toxic. Mm-hmm. They're just sucking the energy out of you. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think is like? Do you think it's important about who we have in our life, the people we have around us? I think we need to take responsibility. Whoa. Okay, first big R word: responsibility. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> because uh, for all the listeners here, including myself, we mm-hmm. got to ask: and are we a life-giving person or are we a toxic person? Also, oh, we have to check ourselves first. Yes, then. we got to check ourselves first. Right. I think that is fair uh-huh. because uh, for all you know, you like it when people are toxic. You know, oh. realize that. Yeah, it gives you comfort. You say, how can oh, it man. be? But I think a lot of people are, are used to it. Like, let's say, my, I grew up in an environment where there are a lot of a, um, hostility, a lot of fights at home. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I actually find it more at home when people are complaining oh, and uh, okay. finding fault and toxic. I can survive in that environment. Right. But when finally, when everything is clean, I find myself to be in a very dangerous environment. So I, mm. I give an example of someone that grew up with an alcoholic dad and, and this okay. person is very used to cleaning the, 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 cleaning the dad up and... Mm-hmm. Uh, helping the dad to clean up all the mess and make sure that uh, the laundry is done. And growing up, that has always been her duty or his duty. The dad works hard and the dad provided, but this problem about the dad coming back home drunk and then um, Uh. scolding vulgarity and all, only the family sees it. Uh And this person is so used to it that one day when the father is finally clean, he... he, he finally get his act together and things are good and normal. Right. You probably might, you might be happy, but this mm-hmm. person might struggle with a, a sense of loss. Like, uh, I don't know what else to do now. I don't have to clean up my debt. Oh, I, don't have wow. to, I don't have to worry about him anymore. So a lot of people actually, when they don't have anything to worry, they actually get panicked when there's no uh, toxic 
people around them, they actually feel useless because they, they have been that, maybe the punching bag, they may have been the absorber, they have been... They've conditioned the, themselves yeah, that way. Yeah, they've conditioned themselves that way. That's, that's why if you if you watch a very, very old movie uh, called The Shawshank Redemption, oh, when yeah. Morgan Freeman was given the opportunity to be released on parole, he always failed the question because it is better to stay in a prison than to be yes. out there free yes. because he feels more free in a prison then he's uh-huh. out there. So a lot of times when we, when we talk about, yeah, this friend, you are the one that kept this friend for 20 years. You are the one that allowed this person to do that thing to you again and again and again. And you play the victim card and then you cannot come to a, a podcast like that and then find a reason to just cut this person off. Mm-hmm. I think there's responsibility for us to actually confront the issue, what is really inside of you. Are you just too used to a toxic environment. That's why you attract these situations to yourself. Right. Man, I'm just blown away. You you are putting it back to the the individual's responsibility. Yes, of course. Uh, I look at it as an approach of the other person's (laughs) fault, right? I know, right? But, oh man, like, Mm -hmm. I love how how you dissect it because it feels almost as if like, I'm a drug addict. I want problems in my life. Yes. Right? Like, That's right. If I don't get to clean someone up, mm-hmm. I, I don't get to rescue you. Yes. Or I don't have you as a project. Yes. That's so dangerous. You, you, you lose your identity. Oh, you man. lose your worth. You lose your value. Right. So a lot of times, you are that friend that is willing to uh, uh, stand with all, uh, bear with all these things. And yeah. Yeah. You're, you're just too used to it and you didn't realize that. And then finally, the, the friend said, I thought, this is how mm. I show my trust. Oh, man. Uh, so, <laughs> then, then Dang. there must be an awakening, right? Yeah. That, yeah. There must be a reason that uh, these people are attracted to you. Mm. Yeah. And, and for you to just label them and cut them off or just uh, want to fix them, uh, I think we are going two, three steps ahead of ourselves. We, right, we got to start right. with our own reflection. Reflect, mm. own up to your response. Like, yeah, own up. Own up, be responsible yep. you know, to your own life. Um, yes, I, I, I came to you with the, with the idea of like, you know, how do we break up with our friends? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, they, they have been like... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> robbing it us. It didn't go that direction. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but this is good. This mm. is good. I, I think, um, yeah, I mean, I always like how you, you challenge my thought process in this sense because here I am taking the responsibility away from me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm putting the blame on, and but would you say that to a certain extent, of course, these people they they, they have a part to play, right? Mm-hmm. In 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 being toxic, mm-hmm. right? But I like how you put it. The responsibility is still on me because yep. I choose to be in the environment. That's right. I choose to allow myself to be. The word that came to me is savior. Mm-hmm. Like I got to save the day. Mm-hmm. If I don't save the day, means mm-hmm. I don't find fulfillment. That's right. You know, I, I, I just want to say like that there's this syndrome that where people right. actually need to be needed. People need okay. to be needed. For example, um, now that you've grown up and you have a loving mom, mm-hmm. and then your mom call and said, uh, Dan, are you coming back for dinner? And you say, no, I have a long night. I'll just eat out and I'll probably come back late. Uh-huh. Don't wait for me, mom, go to sleep. But then when you come back, you realize there's still food on the table. Right. And then you thought to yourself, like, mom, I told you, <laughs> right? I okay, told okay. you that I'm going to eat dinner outside. But your mom wants you to want her. 
Mm. It is not a food. So sometimes, um, that that's it. That's it. Like a lot of times, we want people to want us. We right. need to be needed, and as a result of our own need, actually, we find that I want people to complain to me. I want people to pour out to me. I want people to tell me their mm. problems and their issues. And on the other hand. It gives us an identity that we can tell people how oh, I'm 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 taking in so much, I'm hearing so much, I feel so tired. Right. And actually you don't know subconsciously you are actually uh inviting it or like it. Hmm. <laughs> I can only imagine that person eating their mom's food getting fat. I don't get my mom sad. Yes, yes, that then it's a vicious cycle, right? Oh, yeah. man. It is a it's a vicious cycle. Um yes, I I like this direction that we are going. We've got to take responsibility mm-hmm. to to the people that we want to have around us. Yeah, then stop blaming. You know, oh, this this person is not good. You know, and uh, I can do better and all. Yes. But moving on that line of responsibility, mm-hmm. right? Um, we know that we need now to we need to take charge of the people around us. Okay, we know that. Um, that is a foundation. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, we put that in point. But are we selfish? if we choose friends with values, is it dangerous? You, you, know what, you know what I mean? Like, I only want to be friends with you because you have good values. Is yeah. it selfish? Is it bad? Not at all. And uh, I think it is very important for us to understand that um, a lot of times, right, when we read, when we... Uh, um, hear a talk like that we hear big words and uh, big um, quotations like the only happiness is to love and be loved mm. and uh, that that's the greatest happiness in life to love someone and to have someone love you yeah yeah um, I think the real issue is this we don't realize that we have a, a, a limitation to our time and, mm-hmm. and our attention and our energy so we got to make a decision I think to right. to know who we want to include into our lives uh, who do we want to love and who do we want to um, who do we want to be loved like uh, who, mm. who do we want to love the spec I think this it is it is a little bit a selfish when you only want to love people that will love you back. Okay. But there are categories of the people that you will love regardless, and there are people that you'll right. openly be vulnerable, allow them to love you. Right. I think that is a better approach. Mm-hmm. And I have been asking uh, people in my um, relationship coaching, uh-huh. and I said, if you want to improve your relationship, uh, answer me this question: like, how do you make it easier to love you? Whoa. And we never try to answer this question. And I think it's very important because you don't feel loved, you feel mm. taken for granted, you don't, you don't feel appreciated, you feel misunderstood and so many things that you are feeling about relationship. But have you ever put an effort to make it easier to love you? Mm. Be a person that is uh, okay to take feedback, be a person that actually speaks your mind, be a person that is willing to listen, be a person that is present. You make it easier to love you. Right. But you realize that it is so difficult to love you because you don't know how you want to be loved as well. Mm. You know, it seems like everything seems a little bit wrong. Everything seems a little bit not fitting. 
like for example i i like to use this example i have a friend i have a dear friend that uh, uh-huh. uh i came from jb okay so this uh, friend hosted me and brought me to the best wantan me in johobaru right. and uh, it's a third generation business they're doing well so when i was there with my wife and uh, clearly he ordered a lot and we ate and <laughs> i i have been with my wife for so long i know her taste but uh-huh, uh-huh. and she came from a, a place probably one of the most famous place for noodle in the whole indonesia right so when my friend asked how do you like the noodle how do you like the noodle ding 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 then my wife immediately being the nice kind person that she is she said fantastic fantastic yeah. then the, my friend turned to me and how do you like it i said um i'm okay right. so so right. but i don't i don't think my wife liked it she gave me a death stare oh, man. she gave me a death stare and said Gosh. why are you saying things like that i said yeah you don't like it i don't <laughs> And and she has no way to turn. She said, "Yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah, uh, it's a little I bit think, different. I think uh, Malaysians will like taste like that." And she mm. tried to cover up. Mm-hmm. But I said, "Hey, dear, imagine for the next fifty years, we keep coming back to this store because you said fantastic. You ah. are not, you're not helping anybody to love you, and you got to speak your mind politely. Oh, you know, man. I know you appreciate him for bringing you to the best <laughs> wonton me, but." Oh, so oh, I, I I remember another story of someone brought us to Taiwan, and right, right, you know right. they have this habit of putting mochi into <laughs> mala pot, right? Like mochi is uh, yeah. sweet, and sweet, inside yeah. is the red bean paste, and you put into the mala pot, Why? and oh, then man. yeah, yeah, that's the reaction. Ew, like uh, no, but for Taiwanese maybe they like it. They like it, right? So so when my friend was offered, and then when and when this person. Took a bite on it. Uh-huh. We were laughing inside our heart and said, "Nah, it won't be nice because it's mala." Yeah, yeah. So, but when my my host asked this person, "How is it?" She said, "How <laughs> chu." <laughs> so you know what what we did to her is we we put so many mochi in that night into the mala pot and served her. Ni jiang hao chu, ni chu. Shout out to that friend. So <laughs> that mochi that night. <laughs> This person got to eat mochi, man. Like uh, you say, how chu? So yeah. you take responsibility. So I think <laughs> <laughs> you you got to help people to love you. Yeah, you, you can say things like I really appreciate your effort, but mm. I I don't think I can take on your crap anymore. Yeah, you know I I know you trust me. I know you only tell this to me. I know you are just trying to pour out, but uh, I I think I'm beginning to have. A different perspective about this person that you've been telling me again and again. You know, I think it's affecting my and and your friend that loves you will understand and 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 stop loading too much on you rather than just cut this person away. Make mm. it easier for someone to love you and oh, and and, and right. say, hey, can we talk about something else? Can we um uh, switch our topic a little bit? Yeah. Rather than uh feeling like oh this person will feel betrayed and this person will feel like I I I don't trust. Uh, him or her anymore. Mm. I think there's a way to manage it. Mm-hmm. But of course, to me, um, back to how I answer this question is that we only have limited time and resources and energy. We got to plan it well. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, relationship is <clears throat> the most rewarding and also the most painful uh, thing in life. Yeah. So we we need to know how to manage them well and 
ask yourself, um, how do you want to be loved in this relationship? Right. And communicate it clearly. Mm-hmm. I know we don't want to talk too much about relationship that somehow <laughs> we just drift there. Yeah. And I'm thinking of some of you lovebirds in relationship oh, and come marriage. On, let's go. Yeah. I, I think it is worth taking the risk, mm. you know, to just say it out as it is. Right. And uh, to to be fair, to give the person a chance to know you, mm. to give the person a chance to know that actually you don't enjoy listening to all those things. Yeah. yeah and uh, to find a way to help them cope better. Mm. Yeah. To help them uh, uh, process things better. Mm. You know, so um, it's our responsibility, really. It's our responsibility. Right. Yep. And I still believe the greatest happiness in life is to love and be loved. Mm-hmm. But we got to know how do we want to love? How do we want to be loved? Right. Yeah, I think I love the story that you shared. I mean, we are laughing. Man. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Yeah. Whoever that person eating mochi is, right? But... As you talk about that story, I can't help but to see so many scenarios flashing in my head. Yeah. Of, I have been guilty of it. That's right. You know? Someone brought me to Taiping to eat the best <laughs> chendol, bro. <laughs> Shout and, out to the chendol, right? Yeah, and, and he, he said that he has been eating it since young and it's the best. Oh, and man. When I add that chendol, it's, it's like nowhere no near Penang. Like, no ah, yeah. Besides food, right? Like <laughs> the, the the thing that flashed to me is the times where I I approve, yeah, validate, yeah, yeah. someone you know in that yeah, process. We're getting there, yeah. You know, yeah. oh, what do you think, DK? Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, you know, it's okay lah. You know, hey, yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. It's all mm, good. Mm, mm. And then I put myself in this vicious cycle. Yes. Of just making like, oh, why, why are these things happening to me? I, I know you are a big proponent of racism. You, yes. you, you speak against it. But yeah. you have to admit that there are times you allow it. Uh, yes. When you are not confident enough in the past. And you actually yep, we talked about it before. That, yeah, it's, it's okay to be the item. It's yeah. okay. But until you grow to maturity and own it up and say, hey, it's not okay. Yeah. That's yeah. where people learn to respect you. But Mm-mm. we didn't. We, if we evaluate our behavior, we allow it. Yes. You know, in that in that yeah. sense, we allow it. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly. Because <laughs> I, I have used this example so many times. Mm-hmm. Here in Yakao, mm-hmm. right? Black man toothpaste. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I will be equated to. Until the day I stood up for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't laugh mm-hmm. to, to that statement. Yep. And like, hey, yo, this is not fun. You know? Um, but... I'm not going to lie because that process was hard. Yes. Oh man, I'm, I'm not going to have this friend anymore. Yeah. I, I, I might lose this person. Mm-hmm. You want to walk us through that process? How do we deal with it? Yeah. I think, okay, in, in this, right, I feel taking a stand and reacting to it is absolutely two different things. Oh, uh, okay. Taking a stand is that you are clearly uh, principled. Mm-hmm. You are you are you are rooted. You you have a firm stand and objective and a clarity about this issue. Right, right. And it's not okay, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. But I am reacting to it. Is like I've had enough. Yeah. Enough of bashing me. Enough of laughing at me. It is not principle. It is just an emotion where you are being made a joke. 
you are being looked down. Right. You are you are being ridiculed. Mm. And, and and this thing about being a joke and being a, a, a ridicule is sometimes part of humor in life. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, as men, we always just want to sleep away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's nothing. It's nothing like it's very personal. Mm-hmm. You understand? But it's still a joke. It's yeah. still a joke. And and if you take this joke as a a humiliation to all men in the world, that's too bad on you. You mm-hmm. get what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but where's the line where uh, no every man is created equal and right. every human should have uh, respect mm. and that's just my principle and and don't go and don't, don't, don't cross that border right yeah I, I know my boundaries yes. to this um, let's take a step back and talk about taking a stand and reacting they are so close mm-hmm. exactly right exactly how, how how can I ensure that I'm not reacting and taking a stand. Do you think there are some things I could... Yep. So so if you're not reacting, you've got to be responding to it. That means you're not losing control. Okay. You know, you know that moment when the flesh eats into you. You know, as parents, I just want to say, the, the, the way that we engage and maybe reprimand our children, you know when it reaches the flesh part that you really want to teach them a lesson. Okay. You want them to regret their action. But Mm. there are times where you are really in control. You treat it as a lesson and an education and opportunity. It is very subtle. Oh, that's a good example. But I know it when I go overboard. Yes. You know, and and Katie lately just brought it up because when I I reacted, Uh it created an impression that is very strong that I'm out of control. And and she kicked a huge fuss about going to school and I'm being late and Mm. everyone was cooperative. But only her, she keep complaining, why do I have to go to morning class? Why can't I go to an afternoon class? Why do you put me in this school? Why, mm. why, 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 why? And, and she kicked the fast and I, 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 we were late. And then when she get into the car, I said, when you get into the car, you stop. And she still whine and she cry and she fight. And oh, wow. And, and then suddenly I parked the car at the side and I said, you know, do you want to get out of this car wow. and I stopped fetching you and that is too much right. and she remembered it and regretted it and I told her that it shouldn't be like that and she said yeah I know you were really angry I apologized mm. but there are moments like that in my life that I wow. you know there is a, a cane that just a lesson and yeah. there is one that Whack. it is going into that flesh you know it is your flesh it is no more no longer an mm. objective lesson and mm. I think when when someone um, so called uh, you or yeah. tease right, if it, it gets into your flesh and you react to it, I think that's not good. Mm. You know that's not good. But but if you are responding to it, that person will realize that he or she is making a fool out of himself. Right. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for walking us through mm-hmm. one of your personal experience. I think um, as a dad myself today, I. I Totally resonate with that. <laughs> you know? Yes. Get your, get your act in order. You know, the yes. people here, you know? Yes. And, and, and then later on, I'll be like, babe, why did I do it? Why did I lose control? Especially in the public where yeah. it seems like they are uh, making a scene and uh, mm. showing all our parenting uh, 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 flaws. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They know how to push the right button. Yeah. But, but you know, we lose control. We reacted. Yeah. You know? But 
Imagine mm. those good days when they misbehave. You just carry them out, have a conversation, mm. and they come back. Everything is on in control. Yep. Nobody on the table uh, feel anything funny. It's yes. just uh, Daniel doing his job. But there are times <sighs> where when you carry her back or you carry him back, yeah. everyone in the, on the table is quiet. Yeah. You know you have gone. Yeah, uh, gone, gone over that Over, line. yeah. And I think reflecting back to what we were talking about, about friendships, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and the people we have around us, um, I think to all the listeners here, we we ought to be conscious yes. and cautious, you know, about not reacting yeah. and taking a stand because I think I believe at the end of the day we, we, we don't want to also we recognize that we need to be responsible to cut off the ties, mm -hmm. right? But we don't want to just cut off the ties and and offend you. Yeah. And just destroy you like yeah. good for nothing friend, that yes, kind of thing. Yes. It would be the same like spanking, yes. you know, to, to the skin. Yeah. You know, and and I think that would be detrimental then because you are not leaving a, a, a I would say a love kind of impact. That's right. A gracious kind of impact. That's right. right. So thanks Keith for, for taking us on no this worries. again. I, I, I also would like to add a little bit mm -hmm, if the time mm -hmm. is all right. Yeah, yeah go, ahead, go ahead. To the direction that you talk about, I gave some thoughts to it. I think a very important element of relationship of um you, you said you are the average of the five friends that you're closest to. Yes. Show me your friends and show I'll, me your show friends. I'll show you the future. And I think in that part, we, I want to encourage every listener to have a bit more humility mm -hmm. and curiosity to approach people that are 10 times, 20 times better wow. than you. Uh, with the time that we have left in this podcast, I just want you to have the courage to expose yourself to, to, to a place where when you talk to someone that is 10x, 20x your capacity, mm. you realize uh, how much more you can grow and improve and do well. Yeah. And I think, yes, uh, th these conversations might be intimidating in the beginning. These conversations might feel that you really look silly and you have nothing to push, approve, and it, it makes you look very small. Right. But it's this kind of relationship that will elevate you, that will really lift you up, that will make you a better person, mm. that will help you to, to be stronger and healthier and going back to your community to be a better contributor as well. Right. So, so I think you got to intentionally put yourself in some uncomfortable uh, situation and it says that uh, it's only doing discomfort that you really grow in life anyway. Mm. So I think not every relationship is meant to serve as uh, comfort, like right. especially with a busy, uh, hectic lifestyle that we have in a, a city. If you are living in a city, we, we, we crave for comfort. We crave for just safety. We crave for just a, a certain stability. You know, hey, it's it's time to go out there and maybe know some people that um might take you a, a few more months and years to get close to, but just because you want to learn and not not to take advantage of that relationship, but really um be a student. Mm. Be a student, you know. My same thoughts, yeah. Yeah, be a student and be willing. And I think every successful people in their right frame of mind, they want to teach. Yes. Uh, the right kind of people, the successful people, they want to pass, they want to pay it forward because someone has shown them uh, kindness before. Mm. I think these are the people that you should pursue and seek. And, and sometimes it is not about networking and not about leveraging and not about just uh, 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 tapping into connections, but just simply willing to learn, willing to, willing to grow, I think is right. very, very important. Right. And of course... 
um, friends that keep you real, that would cheer for you and believe in you mm. even when you don't say a word, even when you say it wrongly, they still know what you're trying to say. These yeah. are friends that uh, you should keep oh, and man. these are yeah. friends that are uh, they will tell you, I know you don't mean that. Mm. You know, even when you say it in a, 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 a moment of rage, they will say, I know you where don't you're mean coming that. Yeah, I know where you're coming from. And these are friends that you should keep and these are friends that uh, you should uh, protect right. and invest and make time mm. into this kind of relationship. And as human, we want to feel connected. We yes. want to feel like a, there's someone that understands us and that, that, that is willing to... Um, accept us for who we really are. Mm. Wow. Yep, this is this is more of the direction initially that uh, I think when you ask the question, what mm. kind of people we should have and we shouldn't have around our right, lives, right. I, think, I, I think we should make an effort to. Yeah. I, I think this ties back again to what you believe on, on how we are responsible yes. for the people in our lives. And yeah, search for that 20x, 10x kind of person. Yeah, you know, it's who, exciting. Yeah, and and... And yeah, I, I think looking back at people that I have in my life that are 20 times better mm-hmm. than me, they, mm-hmm. they are so eager to teach. Yes. You know, they're so eager to, to guide. Yes. And, and they're really, they healthy because yes. they've been through that process. That's right. You know, I think, but yeah. it's also, it takes humility to like, yes. I need to learn. Yes. I want to be better. Yes. Thanks again, Keith. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Soul Food is part of a community and we believe that connections matter. Follow us on our Instagram at Soul Malaysia or mine at Daniel Quillen. And we would love to connect with you. Send us a DM if you've got any questions. Thank you for listening and do share this podcast with your friends.